Hey, welcome to Village Church Q&A. I'm Amanda, and I'm here with Pastor Michael. And today we have an extra fun question. Don't you love the, the ones that like poke on culture? <laughs> it totally like, does. Who's going to be mad at It's me like, why do I have to be the one answering this question? <laughs> I will be punting it back to you. I'll just make you do it. Thank you. So should a Christian attend a homosexual wedding? Okay, so let me ask you a question. Oh, great. All right. Can you go to a wedding and your presence not be celebratory? I mean, it wouldn't be a fun attender to have around, but I think to the ceremony, I th- I think that you can. Okay, so you can go. Wow, not wow. all. Yeah. Not on all so things. You can go to a wedding and your presence will not be interpreted as affirmation. You want to know how I would handle it? Yeah, sure. Okay, so this is my thought. This is only for somebody who is extremely important to me, like say a family member or like a, you know, really good friend that I had growing up or something like that. I would state my problems with the marriage, Hmm. my concerns. I would be there at the ceremony. Hmm. I would not go to the reception and I would not celebrate because I feel like the reception is a celebration. The celebratory time. I feel like the actual ceremony is this event that is taking place in their life that I am witnessing. I can I ask you a different question? Yes, this is fun. This is fun. Would Would you go to the wedding of um an adult and a child? Oh no! Why? Oh well. Well, obviously there are serious serious ramification like i'm then i'm saying a lot of is okay you know mm-hmm. um i i know you're trying to back me in a corner which is pretty no. much where i'm at no. but i'm just saying <laughs> i'm saying i just i'm i'm trying to help you think i mean there's people there's 40 year olds that get married to 20 year olds i know that's not the same thing but there's big large gaps and yeah. but that's not the same yeah. i'm saying that if i had somebody that was very close to me that was a homosexual and they were getting married. And it's so easy for me to say that I would be there for the ceremony, even though they knew that like my perspective and my views don't line up with mm-hmm. it. If they really wanted me to be there, to be there at the ceremony. Um, but I also don't have, I don't have this experience in my life. So maybe okay. it's easier for me to say that. Let's play, let's play the principle. Cause so what we want to do with the Christian worldview is we mm-hmm. want to have, crystal clear principles, and then we want to apply them consistently. Mm -hmm. And it's not always convenient. And sometimes it can be frustrating for other people or lead to really hard conversations. That's, that's understandable. And, and so we want to make sure, you know, we have clear principles, we apply them, but we also have a clear conscience. So that's going to be really important as well. So you have um, a Christian and a non-Christian. Do you go to their wedding? Uh, So in order to know that somebody is a Christian, you, Stated professing Christian, stated professing, professing Christian, non-Christian, professing not non-Christian. like cultural Christians, just professing, not professing. I honestly feel like it depends on the relationship because I mm. might not have the authority to speak into that person's life or they okay. might not be in the process of sanctification yep. that. Yep. So this, what's really, really good about this conversation. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, and I hope anybody watching or listening can just see this. These are not questions that are answered easily. Mm-hmm. They're not questions that are answered simply. There might be a right answer, but it doesn't, but you don't just 
get to the right answer because somebody tells you, you have to work your way to the answer. Yeah. Um, and when you start throwing in relational dynamics, these things get really, really complicated. Mm -hmm. And, and so I, I have a guiding principle and you have a guiding principle. Now here's what I, I want to, I'll identify them, what I think yours is and what I know what mine is, but, mm -hmm. uh, and then you can tell me whether or not you agree with your guiding principle. And okay. So my guiding principle is that uh, I do not believe at this point, you could convince me otherwise because I'm not, I mean, I'm open to this being wrong. My guiding principle though is I don't believe that my presence can be anything but affirming unless I'm a jerk at the wedding, which I don't want to be a jerk right. at the wedding, you know? Um, so for me, presence is affirmation. So if I hear anybody goes to any wedding, my assumption is they're affirming the wedding or or they're not strong enough to tell the people what's really going on. Mm. Um, you're you're identifying a different category for yourself, which is you would actually let them know you're uncomfortable and here's why, but you would go. Um, and you're not afraid. I, I'm, I'm hearing some really good things that from my perspective, which is you're not afraid to have the conversations. You're also like going to tell them, no, a reception is a party. Literally, it's mm -hmm. a party yes. partying in behalf of what just happened. Mm -hmm. So, okay, I won't go there. So you're already having hard conversations. Great. Uh, but it strikes me that your guiding principle is preservation of the relationship. Mm -hmm. Fair? Yeah, there is. Okay. So what, this is where I'm, I'm going to poke. I think your principle, by the way, is the default principle for most people engaging any of these dialogues. Um, I would actually say there's three big things that like guide people. Uh, one would be um, they just believe it's wrong and so they can't be a part of it. Number two is they want to preserve the relationship. Um, and so they do that in a spirit of honesty. The, the other one is just, I don't want to offend anybody. I just need everybody to be happy, you know, mm -hmm. kind of like a peacemaker, mm -hmm. which makes you ultimately very weak and yeah. uh, makes you a liar you yeah. know, at the end of the day. I don't hear you on this end, right? Okay, that's good. Um, I don't hear you kind of where probably I am, which is I can't, I can't personally be a part of affirming something that God calls sin. Mm -hmm. uh, so... But you seem to be in a middle ground here, which is where I think, again, most Christians actually are right now, is uh, the relationship. There there are parts of your conscience that you may be willing to lay aside for the sake of a relationship. Mm -hmm. Is that fair? Yeah, that's fair. Um, so I, In I saying wonder, that, though, I have never had to actually have, I mean, for this particular question, mm -hmm. I haven't had to make that decision. But in my mind, I feel like yeah. I want that person to feel loved by me mm -hmm. How, and i and at I, what cost well i'm willing to have the hard conversation about it but if, i think I they would know about you yes you are yes i i am willing to have that hard conversation like we've talked before i can't send mm -hmm. them under the holy spirit's you know like mm -hmm. domain i can't expect them to live like a christian yep if we're talking about homosexuals, you know, in particular. Mm -hmm. And so that's where I kind of feel like, and, you know, calling it a wedding. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I have a problem with it. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it would be imperative that I say, I don't think it's a wedding. Mm -hmm. it, this is not what marriage is, but right. I'll go to the ceremony, ceremony that you're yeah. talking about. Mm -hmm. um, if it was that important for them to, for me to yeah. be there. Yep. So there are, uh, I'm, there are a few people that are going through my brain right now. Um, one are, you know, they went to a handful of homosexual weddings and then they kind of started as they went to it, started to get convicted by it, that they were actually affirming that everybody there saw them as now LGBTQ affirming. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, 
they ended up having to change their mind, right? And then there are some, there's one couple person really that is going through my brain that um, they more took my position and then they had to lose a friendship over it. And that had, that made them kind of like rethink whether or not it was worth it. Was mm -hmm. holding their ground on the principle worth losing for the rest of their life any ability to speak, you know, into that person's yeah. life? Yeah. Um, so it's interesting, like there there is a cost and there's a cost to not going, but there is a cost to going your reputation, what people think about you, what they think you affirm, the pictures that go online, mm -hmm. um, passively affirming what God calls sin. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. you preserve the relationship. And, mm -hmm. and so what's most important, the principle or the people, <laughs> you know, yeah. and welcome to the age old question. And so, um, my, my two cents, um, so personally, if I was with, um, a Christian and a non-Christian, I would not marry them and I wouldn't go to the wedding. And I would look at, I wouldn't. You're saying two non-Christians? Oh, no. Oh, no. no, no a no. Christian. A Christian and a non-Christian. Okay. And I, I wouldn't make a fuss to the non-Christian. Like, yeah, the non-Christian right. doing exactly what they should do. They find somebody they like and they love and whatever. And and they're, they are actually, marriage is a great thing. Committing to them for their lifetime. Christians get married. Yeah. You know, that's a healthy, good thing. Yep. Uh, but I would look at the Christian and just say, you know better. And, um. Like I, I'm, I'm going to basically tell you this and, and I understand that you're going to be frustrated with me and I, I need you to hear me. Um, I love God more than you. Yeah. And so like, and I, I'm thinking there's actually now a handful of people in this scenario that I'm thinking about. And, um, and it's, it's interesting because if my, I don't think they want me to violate my conscience. But on the other hand, I, I actually know better because there are people who do. They're like, no, you will go. Yeah. <laughs> you right. are family. Yeah. You know, you are you are my best friend. You will go to this wedding. To have mm -hmm. you not here is an indictment. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, it's, for me to be here is an indictment on myself. Mm -hmm. So I have to live with myself. I have to go to bed every night, not worried what you think of me, but where I have to live with me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so that's a right. whole nother scenario. Or if here. we just bring in like what God thinks about this whole matter. And right. I, I do think that God will make it. I mean, you're prayerful mm -hmm. about it. If you make things known, I, I do feel like mm -hmm. one way or the other, I'm saying this to you now, but I'm not mm -hmm. in a circumstance. Yeah. I, I might think completely differently. Yeah. And like you said, there are going to be some casualties on either end. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I have a, there are so many more thoughts I have on this. Yes. So here's another one uh, in a world where my, my, the culture that my children are growing up in is so affirming of everything mm -hmm. when actually that's a devastating worldview um, I want to model loving clarity for them and the decisions I make and don't make. Um, I'd be concerned. This is extreme. So pardon the whatever, but like if I go to the wedding and then I die and their last thought of me is a picture of me affirming, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, was dad actually affirming or not? Like, did he have clarity on this? And, mm -hmm. But even my ability. So as a pastor, like as um, a pastor, you if definitely, I affirm something, yeah. I am enabling a whole bunch of other people to affirm it thoughtlessly. It's like, mm -hmm. it's, it's sort of like, this is a, it's a terrible analogy, but like if Kim Kardashian affirms something, there's a whole bunch of teenage girls that will go, well, then I affirm it too, you know? And mm -hmm. unfortunately in the Christian world, when a pastor affirms something or doesn't affirm something, there's a whole bunch of people who go, well, then I do or don't do, you know? So yeah. I'm aware of like that reality, but mm -hmm. it's, it's 10X with my kids. And so I want to be sensitive to yeah. generationally what I'm instilling into them. My big, my biggest thing is the principle I want to be consistent everywhere. When am I willing to celebrate sin? Mm -hmm. Now, this is, I want to call myself a hypocrite. Okay. Ready? Mm -hmm. So um, I'm ready for that. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I'm like, okay, well, I watch a movie 
that celebrates different kinds of sin. Mm. Mm. Drop the mic. Mm-hmm. I, well, I'm I give my money to go see or, or provide, yeah, yeah, this entertainment that doesn't agree with glorifies everything. sin. Yep. Right. So, and there's a difference between entertainment that illustrates sin or shows it versus glorifies it, right? So, yeah. for sure. I mean, those are different. Yeah. Um, war movies are typically not saying, yay, war, we love war, right? right. It's this like, is no, what happens. This is realistic. Yeah. We want you to know the cost of it. Yeah. Um, and But I want to I want to get the principle down for you, for me, for everybody to say, we either are willing to celebrate sin or not. Now, if you are a homosexual and you're watching this, you're in the LGBT community, we just sound like inane morons, right? We just sound like terrible humans. At the end of the day, everybody has an authority that tells them what is good and true and right. And we have to live by what we think is good and true and right. And it's no surprise that the Bible and the LGBT community are not on the same page on this issue. Mm -hmm. And we're both trying to be faithful to our authority. We're both trying to be faithful to that, which is determining, which is good and beautiful and right. Mm -hmm. And if, and I'm struggling right now, and it's not just this wedding. So I'll give you, there's another one. Like I would go to a wedding of two non-Christians. I'd marry, I've married two Mm non-Christians. I celebrate the fact that that they are responding to a committed, faithful marriage. Marriage is not just for Christians, it's for the whole world. Yep. You know? um, and so there are weddings I would go to and would not go to, but I celebrate God's definition of marriage wherever I see it, as long as it's abiding yeah. by. Whether they his, know it or not, they're yeah. actually glorifying God's design for us. Totally. Yeah. I just, this wedding I did, um, it was uh, two, what day is today? Monday? It was two days ago. And one of the parts of my message for them was, God has put an instinct inside of you to covenant your entire life to another person. And you're following through on this. That is a good thing. Mm -hmm. And God designed you this way. It's irrational actually to think like, I'm going to faithfully give my life to one human being. And yet this is what God, this instinct is what he's put inside of us. Mm -hmm. But I do want to affirm in the LGBTQ community and and, and homosexual weddings that affirmation to covenant yourself and to bind together sexually to one person, one person, I think is a really awesome, admirable, wonderful impulse. I think it's a God impulse. It's, Mm. but from the Christian worldview, it's a, it's a broken impulse because we also believe not just in the sanctity of marriage, but the sanctity of, of sex and gender. And so uh, we want all of them to be lined up according to the word of God. So um, yeah, I mean, so it'd be fun to redo this question in two years. And to yeah. see kind of where you and I. Yeah, 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 for sure. Especially because I didn't anticipate answering it. So I just I want right? to thank you on the front end for it's putting me out there. My delight. Um, and we, <laughs> that's just, why we're here to answer it. the difficult questions. Yep. And we're not always on the same page and yep. not every single circumstance yep. is the same. And so with that, we should wrap it up. Yep. And next question is actually going to be, if Jesus was a peacemaker, then why did he overturn the tables? <laughs>